Welcome to the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast, the podcast that will help you find solutions for your weight concerns that will last a lifetime. Together, for you. Welcome to episode nine, a bonus episode. I'm your host, Siobhan Key. Uh, Today, I'm going to teach you how to keep going after you feel that you've made a mistake. So whether that's a meal mistake, it's a week mistake, it's a day mistake, whatever type. Uh, I think this is really important because all of us at some times will make food choices that we didn't plan for or life will get in the way. Now, do you find that for you, you can get yourself going and then something happens in life and you get sidelined and you completely fall apart with regards to your weight loss and can't quite figure out how to keep yourself going. I think that's exactly the type of thing that we can work on and find solutions with my coaching program. If you feel that this could be helpful for you, just go over to the website and book a free introductory session. That gives us a chance to just chat over the phone, get to know each other a little bit and figure out how I might be able to help you. The website is weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca and just click on the work with me tab. And now a quick break to review a disclaimer. This podcast contains general educational information on weight loss for physicians. I am not providing medical advice and listening to this podcast does not create a physician-patient relationship. This podcast does not replace the need for consultation with a licensed professional and no information should be relied upon unless you have obtained specific advice or treatment from myself or another physician. Please review the terms and conditions located at www.weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca before continuing. And now back to the episode. All right, guys, it's confession time. I have been doing an adult intro to ballet class uh, since the new year. Uh, It's something I never, ever thought I would be doing ballet, but a friend talked me into it. Thank you, Carrie. Uh, And uh, it's actually quite a bit of fun and I'm enjoying it. But last class, um, our teacher was talking to us about how for dancers, the ability to keep going when they've made a mistake is actually a skill that they have to learn and they have to practice. And I think that's exactly the same when we're talking about weight loss. I think we often expect ourselves to be perfect and just to figure stuff out and not have any issues. But that's unrealistic. Uh, There will always be issues. There's always going to be things unexpected. Our brains are really good at getting in our own way sometimes. Um, And so having a plan about what you do when things go awry is really important for a long term approach to weight loss. I think it's really important to think of this as a skill and be really intentional about what you do when you make a misstep. And that will go a long way to your own success. All right, so I've broken this down into five steps. Step number one is to approach with compassion. I'm always amazed at the stuff that we will say to ourselves and the stuff that people I work with say to themselves regarding their weight and their eating. And that I think that's natural in our society. We all do it to some degree. But it's really important to recognize that no good ever comes about being mean to yourself. It will never get you to your goals faster. So when you think you've made a mistake, approach this with compassion. Be nice to yourself. Treat yourself like you would somebody that you work with or a good friend. Step number two is to pick up and get back on track as soon as possible. Who hasn't been there where one misstep leads to another leads to another leads to a week <laughs> and you it, you 
the thoughts are, you know, well, I've already messed it up. I may as well keep going. I may as well. I haven't eaten this for a while since I've already screwed up. I may as well just enjoy everything I haven't eaten and keep going. But that then makes it a much bigger issue to recover from. And so if you can just recognize as soon as it's happened or even if it's partway through happening and stop it as soon as you're able to, that helps. It's a lot easier to get back on track from a small misstep than a really big slide. Um, And I heard a quote one time that there's no time during a binge where it's too late to stop. And that's true for whether you do have issues with binge eating or if it's just overeating there's no point where you it's too far gone that you can't stop you can always stop Uh, you just have to catch yourself and figure out how to stop yourself as soon as possible and depending where you are in your journey that may be really hard to do it might be that you do have you know a couple days where you're off track before you kind of figure out how to stop yourself and start moving towards getting back on track Or as you go along, maybe you can stop at mid-eating, like you're getting into a dessert and then realize, you know what, this isn't really worth it. I don't really like it. It's not what I planned on eating and stop yourself mid-dessert. Step number three is to learn from what happened. So this is the big step. And like a dancer, it doesn't have to happen right in the moment, because if you think about it often when episodes of overeating or eating off plan happen. It's busy. It's crazy. You don't have time to really stop and do some contemplation about what was happening. But that's okay. Kind of just try to put a snapshot in your brain about the situation. And then as soon as you have time to sit down and think, go through and think what the contributing factors might have been leading up to this. So the dancers, if they make a mistake on stage, they have to keep going. They can't stop and think about what happened and why they made that mistake in that moment. But then once the show's done, then they have time to think through and try to figure it out. And there are so many things that might have contributed to you going off track. And, you know, maybe it was multiple different things. Maybe it's not just one thing. But thinking through something, things like uh, what was your day like? Was it really busy? Was it stressful? How have you been sleeping? Uh, You know, is it a busy on-call week where you've had a lot less sleep? Uh, Are the kids stressful right now? Um, Did something bad happen at work? Was it a difficult patient encounter? Are there, were there other difficulties? Uh, Did, were you just feeling overwhelmed and behind and feeling like you couldn't catch up? Where were you physically when this happened? Was it that you were driving past something and it triggered you? Were you listening to a radio ad and it triggered you to eat? Were you somewhere where food was in front of you that you don't normally eat and you just happened to eat it? Think through the actual physical situation, but then also think through your thought patterns. As we talked about in the previous episode, impact our thoughts can have on our actions on a day-to-day basis and some of those thoughts might be under the radar you might have not have noticed that you were thinking about something but it can be enough to make you feel a different emotion and make you act differently Uh, like for example if the day's been busy and you have a lot of thoughts about how busy it is and how difficult it's going to be to get everything done that may be enough to make you feel stressed which then makes you crave some sort of food to help calm yourself uh, to try to settle it down 
Step number four is make a plan to try to prevent it from happening next time. So you want to think what is likely the biggest contributing factor in this situation. And maybe there were lots of contributing factors. There probably are lots of contributing factors, but choose one or two that you want to try to create a solution for. And so then make a plan for that contributing factor. So if the biggest factor was that you've been really stressed this week, think through and say, what can I do this next week so I don't get that stressed? Is it just creating um, tiny little micro breaks in my day? Uh, Is it watching what I think about being busy? Is it giving myself a break where I actually get to do something nice or fun for myself? Uh, Do I need to say no to a commitment if I'm really busy and burnt out to just get a little bit more of a break? Or is it that there's thoughts that need to be changed? So are you thinking a lot of thoughts that are affecting you negatively and driving you to overeat that you want to work on and think of an alternative thought that doesn't have that same effect? Remember that when you work on changing thoughts, and if you use that thought model that we used in the last uh, episode from Brooke Castillo, when you want to change a thought, you need to change it enough where it generates a different emotion for you, but where it still feels believable. So if you try to change it from being really negative to super positive, and you don't believe that it is not going to work, you need to just change it where it's maybe not super negative, but maybe a little bit more neutral, uh, where it doesn't generate the same negative emotions and the same urge to overeat. Other things you might want to think about is do you need to let people around you know what you're doing so that you don't feel that you have to partake in eating that you didn't plan on like at work or in family situations? Do you need to spend more time reminding yourself of your why of what your motivating factors are and why you're doing this so that the long term benefits of it feel more powerful than the short term pleasure from overeating or eating off your plan? And then step number five is to keep practicing. Write down your plan and practice it. And if that plan doesn't work, that's no big deal. Just do the process again. Pick another uh, possible solution to try and try putting that in place. And again, going back to my very first episode where we talked about using more of an approach of this is a science experiment. So rather than labeling things with failure, if they don't work, just choose a different possible solution. Try it out, practice it, see if it works. If that doesn't work, try a different one and just keep trying until you find the one that works. Be patient with yourself. Patience is so important for weight loss and for particularly long-term weight loss. Uh, I've made a worksheet for you guys for working through this process Check it out and download it at weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca forward slash keep dash dancing. I'd suggest printing it off and having it available. So the next time this happens to you, you've got one and a process to work through it because maybe you will have forgotten all the details of this episode, but that worksheet will help you remember what steps to take and what to do. So to summarize... Step number one is approach this with compassion. Step number two is get back on track as soon as possible, even if that's mid-eating episode. That's fantastic if you can do it that way. 
Step number three is learn from what happened. Spend some time when you're able to, sitting down, writing out what you think may have happened. Step number four is make a plan about what you're going to do differently next time to try to prevent it from happening again. And step number five is keep practicing and be flexible that the plan may need to change. Let me know how this works for you. If there's things that work really well or that you figure out using this program or things that you're still struggling with, send a comment on the webpage at weightsolutionsforphysicians forward slash keep dash dancing or send an email to info at weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca. If you are subscribed to this podcast or you're on my email list, you would have gotten notification of this special bonus episode as soon as it came out, which is fantastic. If not, don't let yourself be late to getting other ones. Uh, Hit subscribe for the podcast and go over to the website weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca and subscribe to the mailing list so that you get exclusive content and recipes delivered right to your email box and you'll be the first to know about any more bonus content that I put out. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you taking time to spend it with me. Uh, Next episode, which comes out on Monday, is a great one. It's an interview with a dietitian, Joy Kitty, who is the low-carb, healthy-fat dietitian. And she's got some really great tips. So tune in on Monday. Have a fantastic week.